what is up guys welcome back to woke gang tonight we're gonna be talking about actually this is a new segment in our podcast channel it's we're gonna be doing at least once one of these every so few weeks and it's called where are they it's a mis- it's a segment where we're gonna be talking about what happened to people that are missing have gone missingly all of a sudden it's just gonna be stuff like that and it's very cool you know cool stuff coming for you today we're going to be talking about jennifer lynn markham who disappeared from the denver international airport in 2003 um and supposed to be um they suppose that they there's a convicted serial killer that has everybody confused and they cannot even locate the body and no evidence of foul play has even hasn't even ever been found so please let's get on to this and before i go any further I am your host, Karen Escatel here. Hello, guys, and happy Father's Day, by the way, too. If there's any male podcasters that listen to us at the moment here, thank you for listening. Anyways, let's get to it. Um, this happened to Jennifer Lynn Markham. She was 25 years old from Colorado. And what happened was she was last seen on February 16, 2003 at the Denver International Airport. Her brown 1999 photo sat was located in a remote area of the parking lot. However, she hadn't scheduled a flight and it doesn't appear that she was intended to do so. Which was pretty odd, don't get me wrong, you know, why would you just go to an airport and just sit there in the car? You know, okay, cool. But like, it doesn't make any sort of sense at all why she wouldn't go there further than not to buy a plane ticket, right? Weird, weird, weird. Anyways, um, what happened is, she, why would she leave? Why would she leave? I mean, she'd be leaving behind her daughter who was four years old at the time of her disappearance. I mean, I'm pretty sure she would take her along with her when sure she wouldn't just plan to leave the country and leave her child alone or behind. And when this was being, you know, investigated, they found out a lot about her because, of course, they her family reported her missing and according to the law authorities she was uh, her occupation was a stripper it would have come to no surprise for investigators to learn that jennifer was perhaps acquainted with an unsavory taste types of guys i don't know she maybe she had an unusual type of taste in men but she did have a boyfriend steve annis who was incarcerated for drug related offenses so Stephen was already not, you know, free. He was, was obviously arrested. And Stephen befriended his cellmate, a man by the name of Scott Lee Kimball. Okay, now we're gonna we're gonna have to remember that for later. The name Scott Lee Kimball. Now let's remember that later on, okay? This is where it gets a little bit more interesting, okay? Scott was an a habitual offender certainly not the type of guy you would want to let out into the world his cellmate hung a photo of jennifer in their cell and scott soon devised a way to get an early release mm. seems I, I from the sound of it if i i don't i already can tell by the sound of it of where this is going but whoa chilling his 
He told jail officials that his cellmate Stephen and his girlfriend Jennifer were plotting to murder one of Stephen's associates. Okay, odd what is going on here. Now the tables have turned. Now he's saying that Stephen and his girlfriend, or Jennifer, are plotting to murder. What? Okay, this man has all twisted. Ultimately, Scott persuaded Joel officials to allow him to work as an FBI informant on the case and release him early on supervisual, supervised release, I'm sorry. What? Oh my god. Okay, so he's mind-fucking these cops and everything and even the, F, uh, the FBI, now he's getting involved in that? Oh, is this Scott guy? He's got he's got a little bit of funk, but holy shit! Okay, so he moved to Colorado and initiated a friendship with Jennifer. Holy fuck! Okay, so now he's Mr. Steel, his girl. Oh, who is this man? <laughs> Nothing ever came of his work as an FBI informant, but he stayed on supervised release until later the next year. On February 16, 2003, Jennifer didn't show up for her shift at the strip club like usual. Her boyfriend in prison noticed that she stopped visiting him every week. Her family had stopped hearing from her. Instead of work, she had been at the Denver International Airport for reasons unknown. Her car was in the parking lot, but she was never seen getting back into it. A flight ticket with her name on it didn't exist. It's unknown how she disappeared or where she was taken to. Now, it kind of is smart though. I've seen this in a show actually. I think it's called... Um, oh, I don't remember the this, this show. Um, Better Call Saul. Yeah, there you go. It, it was that show. Now, I've seen that where they leave the car there for weeks and they can do that actually. Um, and what the person did in that episode, they left a suitcase in there with money. And then they left, and then another person came by and got whatever was in the trunk. Now, I'm not sure if this is what this is leading to, but oh my god, I can't believe it. Now, let's go back to Scott Lee Kimball. By the end of the supervised release, he was a free man until being arrested again in 2008 for a felony weapons charge. By this point, he was suspected from murdering his uncle, who also mysteriously disappeared a few years prior during his supervised release. It turns out that the last person Jennifer was seen with was Scott. Whoa, okay. And how did her husband not, you know, why didn't he tell, why didn't Steve... Stephen tell Jennifer about Scott and that he was out and like maybe because she was already gone he maybe took already by the time he realized this but wow okay whoa authorities interrogated him about Jennifer's whereabouts and eventually offered to not charge him with un his uncle's murder if he cooperated he told them that the she was dead and he had buried the body all efforts to find her body with the information he supplied them failed, and he was now charged with his uncle's murder. I am quite sure that Scully Kimball is her murderer, like, I am definitely positive. 
Unfortunately, while the bodies of all the other people who murdered ended up being four in total, including Jennifer, were found, to the location of Jennifer's remain is unknown to this day. That is so sad and grieving. There was never any video footage or CCTV evidence of Scott being involved with Jennifer's disappearance from the airport. Essentially, she, essentially, she parked her car at the airport, got out, and simply vanished after confessing. Scott gave details to authorities that were inconsistent with their investigation. For example, he claimed that she purchased, had purchased a firearm and flew to New York to kill one of her boyfriend's associates, referring to the earlier scheme he devised to get earlier release. Neither of those things were true, so she, as she was had neither purchased a firearm nor flew anywhere. He later changed his story that uh, his story and told them that one of her boyfriend's associates killed her, presumably in New York. It is possible that he is just trying to take credit for publicity. After all, he already is facing multiple murder charges, not only for Jennifer's, but the other five. Although we don't necessarily 100% know yet if he... You know, well, he did confess, but we don't know what her remains are. They're still unknown to this day. That's quite sad. So, what exactly happened here? There's not much evidence to go off, but I'm sure she is dead. I also believe that... <laughs> I also believe Scott likely did have something to do with it, but aside from his confession, there is really no evidence. He ended up pleading guilty, but was only charged with two out of four murders. Oh my god, out of six, he only got charged with two. Wow. And Jennifer still remains on the FBI's most wanted missing list. Youch. Wow. So that was the case of Jennifer Lynn Markham and her vanishing and then we having this suspect knowing or confessing pretty much that he did it but he doesn't want to tell authorities about the remains but yet he told them about the other remains of the other murders that he committed. It's really sketchy. There might be more to the story. I, I have a feeling that there's way more to the story than is applying. But again, we don't have much evidence to back this theory up. So for now, what we could do is just figure out any updates in the future. Hopefully, you know, we get a confession from him that he did kill her. And there's justice for Jennifer Lynn Malcolm. And I give my condolences to the family and her daughter, whom, you know are probably missing her right now and rest in peace to Jennifer Lynn Markham you know she didn't deserve you know to be missing or to you know be killed and murdered she definitely she definitely had left behind you know her her, her you know her legacy you know that's that's not something a mother does unless she's in danger or she just obviously did not didn't love her but obviously I mean that was a doctor but then again let's keep a look out for this updates thank you so much for listening to this little short podcast hope you enjoyed it if you have please please subscribe that would mean the world to me and once again thank you for tuning in to woke wednesday have a beautiful sunday